This NFL Week 15 Monday Night Football Betting Picks edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Ross, we're brought to you by the SGPN app. The SGPN app is completely free to download and home to all your favorite SGPN podcasts, contests, and picks. Just type SGPN in your app store to download America's number one DGEN app. I'm just about that action, boss. Welcome, everyone, to the NFL Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Saturday, December the 16th, currently close to noontime on the East Coast. Here to get into the Monday night football game for NFL Week 15 between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Seattle Seahawks. And joining me, as usual, to help me break it all down, for the Monday Night Football episode, I got my guy here with me, Lante Smith. Lante, what's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. Not bad. Uh, interesting game we got here uh, with a lot of the injury concerns and who's in, who's out. But, yeah, man, looking forward to breaking it down with you. Uh, we got down to one game instead of two from last week. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah, this one's a, um, a pretty big game, I, I would say, for yeah. both teams actually here. Uh, obviously, when it goes with a division um, race for the Eagles, they're in the con- uh, they're in the driver's seat. They went out. I think they should win uh, this uh, NFC East division. And then mm-hmm. Seattle, I know they're on a four-game losing streak here, but they are also um, looking to get into the playoffs for a second straight year. Possibly going to have to win out. Are the Seattle Seahawks, but um, you know we'll see if they can get it done. I know they've had some injury uh, concerns as well at the quarterback position. We'll get through all the injury news and all that stuff for uh, both of these teams when we do handicap the games here. Belante, Eagles <clears throat> coming off of back-to-back losses uh, again at the hands of the San Francisco 49ers and the Dallas Cowboys last week, and you know I think when it comes to the more tougher competition that the Eagles. <laughs> Do struggle a little bit, right? And I'm not sure if there's something that's going on within the locker room or whatever the case might be, or if Jalen Hurts himself just looks injured, maybe. Uh, but what have you seen from this Eagles team over the past two weeks that may or may not want you to push the panic button? Uh, I mean, I think it's just high leverage games. Uh, they played in what, like four pretty much high level, uh, I guess the highest level, you know, teams. I think what Kansas City, um, Buffalo, Dallas. Actually, Dallas twice. So, yeah, I think, man, just high leverage games. I wouldn't push the panic button at all. These are, I mean, losses that, of course, you don't want to take. But, again, just against the upper echelon teams uh, at the 49ers in there as well. So, I don't think anything should be panic-wise. I think we all know Jalen Hurts was banged up. Um, they had they were having red zone issues a, a lot, you know, outside of being on the one or two-yard line where it can just, you know, do the breath and shove. But, yeah, I wouldn't push the panic button yet. More so with the defense. I mean, you know, you got – 
the 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 rush defense is holding up its end of the bargain. Well, it didn't last um, the last few weeks, but you know overall they're still having good success against the run. It's just the pass; they just cannot stop it. Uh, teams just marching up and down the field. So maybe a little bit of panic on the defensive end, but offensively, uh, I, don't, I don't think it's anything to really worry about. I mean, they're still uh, moving the ball at a decent rate. I would like to see you know Swift involved a little bit more. Uh, in the run game to kind of take some of that pressure off of Jalen so he won't have to make drop back, you know, 30, 35 times because it's just not what he's uh, prone to doing. So, yeah, I wouldn't press the panic button yet. I mean, they need it. This is a step, definitely a step down in class, regardless of who's the quarterback for Seattle um, coming off the last four or five weeks that they played. So um, maybe a get right spot. Uh, I, I mean, the line, you know, tells us it's going to be competitive, but it's kind of a toss up for me. I mean, I think, I think the Eagles are going to be, of course, motivated to, you know, get in get some rest on the back end if they can wrap up the division. But um yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see, man. I, I don't think it's I don't think Eagles should be Eagles fans should be panicking though. I mean, defensively, yes, but offensively I think they'll be fine. Yeah, I mean they have Seattle this week, obviously on Monday night football, and then they have two games left against your Giants. Uh obviously mm-hmm. one's gonna be at home, one's gonna be away. And then they have the Cardinals. So um I mean um obviously the Giants have been playing a little bit better with Tommy DeVito, I, I think it, uh, a lot of people are expecting him to kind of come back down to earth, but you know, two of the, I guess we can say two opponents that are well below league average. Uh, we can say um, for the final, at least the three weeks for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. So you're right. I don't think that should be surprised or shouldn't have to push the panic button right now. Meanwhile, on the other side for the Seattle Seahawks, they have lost four games in a row and it's been again, the more um, tougher competition uh in the nfc and for the seahawks it is going to be that they have lost two games to the 49ers i mean there's no shame in that the 49ers right now probably the best team in the national football league they lost to the cowboys um no shame in that either they also lost to the rams who the rams for a little bit they were starting to surge uh, a little bit so um and then they have a i don't say a tough uh schedule left but Obviously, Eagles on Monday Night Football. They have Tennessee on the road. They uh, go. Oh, sorry. They welcome Pittsburgh uh, to their home field, and then they finish the season against the Cardinals. So, might just look like a maybe two and two situation there for the Seahawks. But I think that that four game losing streak that they needed to win one of those games if they did want to make the playoffs. I know they didn't have um, Geno Smith for the game against the Forty ers last week, but. Um, what have you seen from this uh, Seahawks team that do you think they make the playoffs or do you think their luck has kind of ran out? Yeah, I think it's pretty much ran out. I mean, even before Geno had um, had went out with injury, he wasn't playing that well. Uh, defense has, has gotten probably even worse, especially defending the pass. They got the um, the two, the rookie uh, Witherspoon who was banged up, who, who was playing well. Um, I think Rick Woolen has kind of, kind of leveled out from his he had a good, really good rookie year but and of course jamal adams is just getting torched every time he, he gets on the field so um yeah I, I think the luck has pretty much ran out uh the injury to kenneth walker i think probably was more significant than Geno uh than Geno smith just simply because he's a a home run type of threat anytime he touches the ball and it also keeps them more balanced a charbonnet was fine but of course he's not up to the caliber that, that kenneth walker is so i think kenneth walker is a bigger injury that kind of you know, hurt them because they can't really run the ball as effective as they as they could. And I mean, Drew Locke, he wasn't he wasn't terrible, but I mean, he wasn't good. Uh, I think he's pretty much on par with what Geno has been doing um, this year. So yeah, I think they I think they somewhat slip out of the playoffs. That's a tough schedule. What are, what are the four games again? You said 
So for the Seahawks, they have the Eagles on Monday night football, and then mm-hmm. they have uh, a trip. Um, oh, sorry. That's the Eagles. Um, Seahawks. So yeah. Um, Monday night football Eagles to Tennessee home for Pittsburgh and then to Arizona to finish the season. Yeah. I mean, winnable, winnable games for sure. I mean, especially with Arizona, uh, they've been playing better, but you got to think that, you know, they got that pick in line. So they'll probably try to dial it back a little bit um, to, to make sure they stay in the top three or four. Uh, and I mean, Tennessee and Pittsburgh fighting for playoff spots. So yeah, definitely a tough stretch. Um, I, I think all winnable games too. I think that all of those games will be somewhat within, you know, three to four points uh, yeah. of the point spread, whether they're dog or, or favorite, but especially if Gino comes back. So um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, that, that schedule, I, I was like really like pounding the table for them to go for them to not make the playoffs. But I mean, that, that's, those are winnable games for sure, especially with Arizona uh, on the back end of that. So yeah, I'm interested to see how they play out. This game is big for both of these teams, um, specifically for Seattle, because of the way that the Rams are playing. Um, they're just the Rams are playing at a, at a high, high level, and I don't think a lot of people expected that, especially in Seattle. So, yeah, I don't think that uh, I don't think that they'll make it, but I think they will make it competitive. As it, it won't be, you know, like a they'll go on four or anything. Maybe like a two and two or a one and three, but in a competitive standpoint. Yeah, I think that again, like I mentioned, that if they would have won one of those games um, in that yeah. that stretch where they had against yeah. the Niners or um, uh, the Cowboys, I think that they they had that opportunity on on Sunday night football. Or sorry, I think it was Thursday night football yeah, for them Thursday, to win yeah. that game. But um, unfortunately for them, it didn't come into uh, fruition. Um, anything else for either one of these teams uh, here, Lante? No, not really. All right, before we get into the picks here for the uh, Monday Night Football game between the Eagles and the uh, Seahawks here, let me tell everyone about prize picks. Look, prize picks, it's so much fun to play on. Um, We've had a lot of success making money and cashing out over on prize picks. I know my co-host on the PropCast, Rod, has been crushing it as well. And it's one of the more fun daily fantasy sports platforms is price picks and the unique thing about price picks is now they have created a special leagues where you can pick combo projections across football and basketball. So, you know, you can select all you got to do is select two players, uh, pick more or less on their projected stats and place your entry. And like I mentioned, with football season uh, pretty much wrapping up uh, with college football and, and the NFL um, with basketball season here as well, with college football, sorry, with college basketball and the NBA, um, Price Picks has created a specials league, a league that's what's created specifically for combo projection that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James and Travis Kelsey had a combo of 10 and a half. If you want to take the combo of three pointers made for LeBron and receptions for Travis Kelsey, you could do that over on Prize Picks. If you also want to play alongside some of Prize Picks' favorite uh, players like rapper Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz, you can find community plays under the pro- promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community each and every single week. Prize Picks even offers a reboot policy so that their entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. For, for football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and doesn't return the second half, well, guess what? That player is rebooted. PrizePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. 
So go to pricepicks.com slash SGPN and make sure to use that promo code SGPN for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's pricepicks.com slash SGPN using code SGPN. PricePix, daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, Lante, let's get into the game here. Uh, Monday Night Football Week 15, Philadelphia Eagles visiting the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, currently, as it stands right now, the uh, Eagles are a three-point road favorite here with a total of 48 and a half, uh, minus 175 on the money line for the Eagles and plus 145 for the home underdogs here, the Seattle Seahawks. Let's start with the injury report here for both of these teams. We'll start here with the road team, the Philadelphia Eagles. Darius Slay is actually going to be out for this game. He went, uh, He underwent arthroscopic knee surgery this week, and he's out for this game uh, on Monday night. Um, center Cam Jurgens uh, is questionable with a pectoral injury. He didn't practice on Friday. Uh, Reed Blankenship safety is also questionable. Uh, he's dealing with a concussion, but he was a full participant in practice on Friday. Levante Maddox was activated off of the IR. He did work out with trainers on Friday. Um, not, I don't think he'll play in this game. Zach Cunningham did not practice on Thursday for the Eagles, a linebacker and... Uh, those are the major injuries there for the Eagles. For the Seattle Seahawks, uh, let's start here with uh, Daryl Taylor, linebacker. He's questionable. He did not practice due to an injury to his abdomen. Linebacker Jordan Brooks, also questionable with an ankle injury. He was limited participant in pr- Friday's practice. Uh, Dean Eskridge, wide receiver, questionable with a ribs injury. He did not practice. And Geno Smith, questionable. Um he is dealing with a groin injury. He was a limited participant at Friday's practice. Uh, also, Jamal D, uh, sorry, Jamal Adams, uh, safety, did not practice on Thursday. He's dealing with a knee injury. Uh, you mentioned Devin Witherspoon early, earlier. He's dealing with a hip injury. He didn't practice either. So a lot of injuries uh, for both of these teams here, Lante. But obviously the biggest one for the Seahawks will be the status of Mr. Geno Smith, if he's able to go in this game or not. But currently, as it stands, Eagles minus three uh, in favor uh, on the road here against the Seahawks. Let's start with the spread. Lante, what are you thinking? Yeah, I think it's a lot of uncertainty. Uh, you ran you ran through the injury report for both teams uh, pretty lengthy uh, and pretty important players, not just, you know, like backups or anything. Looking at some starters and guys who play significant snap counts. So, uh, I'll probably be passing on the on the game as a whole, but if I had to make a if I had to make a bet, I'd probably just go with the Eagles. Um, I mean, it is questionable with how much do they have in the tank. We mentioned them playing in those high leverage games, so they played in five high leverage games. Um, they had a bye after the first matchup with Dallas, which kind of you know kind of helped them get healthy. But since then, you know they played at Kansas City, Buffalo, San Francisco, and at Dallas again. So, I mean, d- definitely a step down in in competition um, with Seattle, regardless of who's at quarterback. But the secondary already is a major issue, and then you got Blankenship. Um, who, who's a big part of that secondary? Um, he he's probably not going to play, and I think that's a major concern with the back end of that defense, regardless of uh, who's that quarterback. Because I think DK Metcalf, um, even JSN has been playing pretty well. Tyler Lockett always a threat, um, and I think it's the line pretty much tells you that I think Geno is going to play because it was uh, I think it opened four four and a half. Now it's yeah. down to three, um, so I think that Geno's tend to you know he's probably trending towards playing. I don't know if it's an upgrade over Locke. I mean, not with how he's been playing. Um, I think it's pretty much like a level playing field. Now, of course, uh, Seattle has one of the better home field advantages in the NFL. Um, Locke was – he was okay. I mean, 22 of 31, 268, uh, two touchdowns, two interceptions against a better uh, defense in San Francisco. But 
I'm worried here because I think the Eagles can go in here and just run the ball all day with those bevy of backs with, um, uh, of course, Swift. I would like to see Swift get involved a, a ton here because Seattle, is, they struggle against the run, the 28th and um, – 23rd, I'm sorry, and rushing yards allowed. Uh, their third down defense is poor, the 30th and third down defense, meaning that the Eagles can stay in, you know, third and manageable, uh, third and short. They pretty much can move the chains and uh, keep the Seattle offense off the field. Um yeah, I, th- I think that I think this is a good spot for the Eagles. Um, I just don't know. My question is the reason why I'm not pulling the trigger on the Eagles is I just don't know how much they have left in the tank. Even though this is a step down, I mean those games probably took a lot out of them. We can see. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the practice reports for uh, Philadelphia with uh, Sariani and, and Jalen Hurts, kind of you know going back and forth and saying some things about uh, how Jalen needs to play better and et cetera, et cetera. So I mean that's kind of worrisome as well, which is why I, I won't be on them. But if I had to make a play. I'd lean to the Eagles thinking they can lean on the run game, don't have to do too much drop-back passing with Jalen Hurts. Um, maybe the quick screen game, uh, Dallas Goddard over the middle because of the linebackers being out. Jordan Brooks is a big part of that. And then, um, of course, Jordan uh, Adams, coming to, Jamal Adams coming down, playing that linebacker role uh, could be a big part. And I don't know if any of those guys, either of those guys plays. So, yeah, uh, just a lean to the Eagles right now, minus a three. If, uh, if it can get Blankenship and some of those other guys in, I probably pulled a trigger, but as of right now, just a lean to the Eagles. Yeah, I think this is a nice bounce back spot for the Eagles. I mean, you mentioned they're coming off the two losses, um, you know, in back to back games against the Cowboys and the 49ers. But this is a good, you know, I feel like this is a spot that the um the Eagles like I, I don't say they play bully ball, but I think this is an opportunity for them to like put up points, right? I mean, yeah, I, I know I've, I've, I don't really trust the Seattle uh, defense at all. I mean, we saw over the last four weeks, like I mentioned, what they've given up uh, mm-hmm. to the opposition. They gave up uh, forty-one to the Cowboys. They gave up uh, twenty-eight last week to the Forty ers thirty-one to the Forty ers uh, uh, three weeks ago. Um, they uh, then the Rams really put up seventeen in the game about in week eleven. But I think that if they played them right now. This Rams offense starting to click a little bit, and we've seen what they've been able to do over the past several weeks. Um, so I feel like I like the Eagles team total to go over. I know we'll talk about the uh, the total here in a second, but you know, looking at it for this Seahawks team at home this season, they are four and two, two three and one against the spread, and the over is actually four and two in their games thus far this season. Meanwhile, for the Eagles uh, on the road this season, uh, they are. Five and two straight up, four two and one against the spread, and five and two to the under actually, and a lot of those games have been close on the spread. I know um, last week they were road underdogs; they lost that game. Um, they lost to oh, sorry, they beat the Chiefs as a two and a half point uh, underdog. They were a seven point favorite against the Commanders. They pushed on that. Um, so at three right now, I think that this is a good get right spot for the Eagles. I'll lean with the Eagles here as well. Total in this game here, Lante, 48 and a half, a pretty big total compared to what we've been seeing lately throughout the NFL. And a lot of that has to do with weather as well. But what do you think about the total here at 48 and a half? Yeah, I'm kind of conflicted on this as well, because like you mentioned, the Eagles, uh, I mean, the Seahawks have the defense hasn't been up to par, but. I think it will see a slow a slow down pace with the Eagles wanting to keep the ball out of the air and you know kind of be a, take this ground and pound approach. So I, I'm going to look at the under. I think Seattle can. I mean, I think um, the Eagles can you know get to maybe 24, 28, and then they can keep Seattle to maybe like 10, 13. Because I just don't believe in the Seattle offense with either quarterback. Um, I, yeah. I don't think they'll be able to, to to do anything. But if 
you know, Kenneth Walker is a uh, you know weak healthier. So if they can get that run game going, I think both teams try to lean on the run game or at least a short pass game in Seattle's case because the Eagles defense has run defense has been pretty good. But I think both teams try to lean, lean on the run game, especially the Eagles control. We've seen the Eagles basically take like the whole third or fourth quarter away from teams and march down the field. So if think we can get one or two long fields from either side, I think we can get under this number. So I'm looking at a, maybe a 28, you know, 13 type of game. Is that 41? Uh, even yeah. 28, 17 could get you there as well. So uh, we still can see some points in the game and they go under. So I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at the under here, uh, pretty pretty heavy. I, th- I think it's I think it's going to be a good hard fought run first game for for both sides, especially if if Gino's in because you don't want to risk him you know dropping back and taking some pressure off of uh, the offensive line who hasn't been good for for Seattle. So uh, yeah, I'm going to lean with the under here. Uh, thinking we get a 28-17 type of game. Yeah, Seattle's allowed 123.4 uh, rushing yards per game on the season, which ranks I th- I want to say uh. Right at bottom 10, but over the last three weeks, they've allowed 159.3, which has been the third most uh, in the league. And again, like I mentioned, they've been against some of the uh, run heavier offenses like the 49ers uh, in that span. So I think, yeah, I'll leave the under here as well, but I feel like that the I think the Eagles do put up points in the game. Like I mentioned, I like their team total to go over. I see 24 and a half at minus 125, 25 and a half at minus 118, um, 26 and a half uh, minus 102. I think they can put up four touchdowns in this game. So 27 and a half right now is at plus 130 for their team total to go over for the Eagles in this game. Um, like you mentioned, I think that they'll have success on the ground. I think they'll have success through the air as well. I think we'll see A.J. Brown a little bit more involved in the offense yep. uh, this week as well. Um, but yeah, I really do like the um the um offense have fine success in this game for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh in this season on the road, I know they've only been averaging 22.7 points per game, but against some of the poorer defenses, um, you know, they've been able to put up points like the commanders. They put up 38 in that game. They had uh 25 against the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, they even put up 25 against the Patriots in week one, and we know how well that defense has been playing for the New England Patriots. So uh, I like the Eagles team told to go over. Uh, Lance, let's get into our uh, player props for this game. Uh, what are you looking at? Yeah, I'm going. One of my favorite ones, probably going to be my best bet of the show. I'm going to DeAndre. Uh, DeAndre. Uh, yeah, it is DeAndre Swift over yeah. uh, 59 and a half rushing yards. Uh, I think. It, I think. Like I said, I think they'll lean on the run game. Um, specifically because Seattle struggles defending the run. I would also look at some DeAndre Swift like. Um, rushing and receiving because him dropping dropping it down to him and it's always tricky i know it's kind of tricky taking you know the eagles with all their backs game will uh getting in there and, and some of those other guys but i think it's a big deandre Swift game i mean he's had 17 carries combined in his last two games 52 yards combined and that's not really what he is is built for i think the if you look at the prior prior to those two games in the previous five he had went over that number in four in four of those games and he's getting you know 13 14 even 16 carries in some of those games so i think you want to lean on deandre swift here uh get on the ball early in space early and often get him in space uh keep those chains moving and limit some of the dropbacks for Jalen hurts and i think another one that i like is going to be pretty much correlated to the under and what we both like and to the over in uh, in Swift's rushing yards. I'm going to go Jalen Hurts under 252 and a half passing yards. I mean, simple as put, I just don't think they'll try to put the ball in the air as much. Uh, 
even though Seattle secondary is a is a weakness, I think they can be able to run the ball with success here, especially especially um, if they get up early. And I'm I'm hoping that the Eagles come out and we see that you know last year's Eagles team to come out and smack people in the mouth, get up early because they were dominant in the first quarter, first half of games. So if they can get up early, you know, fourteen zero. Uh, even even 10-0, I think 10, 10 to 14 points will, you know, flip the game script and have them run more uh, in this game. So I'm going with Jalen Hurts under 252.5 passing yards, uh, Swift over 58.5 rushing yards. Yeah, I like the uh, Swift call as well, 58.5. Um, I had that one written down as well, so glad we agree on that one. Um, I mean, as far as the passing game, DK Metcalf is always a threat. Yeah, you want to look sure. at his longest completion to go over. I'm trying to pull up his numbers because I feel like over the not only the last couple of weeks, but throughout the season, he has been a guy that has been absolutely crushing it. Um, I got him right um, here if you um, want me to read him off. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so uh, San Francisco, he, longest was 31. Dallas, he had that big 73-yard uh, catch and run. San Francisco, again, he had 14. Uh, Rams, 53. Washington 27, Baltimore 50, Cleveland 43, Cincinnati 30. So he's been pretty consistent. What is his um is it his longest reception set at, you know? 23 and a half. Oh yeah, man. He's went over this number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine games out of uh on the season. So and I mean flying over. Like I just read off the numbers. He he's flying yeah. over. And it's just with one catch. I mean, just because he's a you know freak of nature. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely with you on that. Yeah, I love D, uh, DK in this game, 23 and a half. Um, I think that was pretty much it for player props. Um, I would look at Dallas Goddard, but I know he's just coming yeah. back from the um, uh, the uh, the injury that he had suffered uh, yeah. last week. Four targets, four receptions, 30 yards. Um, I think they'll getting... involve him more here with the I linebackers so, being yeah. questionable or, or whatever the case may be. Yeah, so if you want to look at his receptions, uh, if it's at three and a half, I don't hate that number. Let me see if I can find it here. Reception. And his yardage should be somewhere like 40, because I think it was 42 last week. Four and a half at plus 120 is the number, so it's probably like mid-40s here for his receiving yards. Let's see here. Dallas Goddard's at 43 and a half, yeah. So yeah. Um, I don't hate it. I wish it was like a little bit lower, obviously, but... Um, Again, Dallas Gard is always a guy that can definitely go off for you. Honor Swift, 14 and a half receiving yards. I, I don't hate that either. Yeah, I don't hate that um, either. Let me see what he's been doing as far as through the air. I haven't um, really been involved in him as much as I mean, to to my liking, if I if I was a an Eagles fan, I mean, you bring him in. I know Gainwell is fine, but I mean, we saw what Swift can do in those few games that he had. I think against um let me see, who was it against that he had a big game? Uh, Buffalo, Kansas City, he had, he had big games, but he mm. also was getting the carries. Like his carries have been going down. He went, he went from um, 15, 16, 18, 12, 14 to the last two games. I mean, six and 11. I don't think that's, I don't think that's enough. And they weren't in negative game script or anything like that. So they still were able to run the ball. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't yeah, know. I think those, like those last two games, like they were trailing, like they, uh, against the Niners, they were down. My only eight points at the half, but I think that's within the third quarter where they got that double digit lead to the Niners, and then this, then then at that point they have to start throwing the football. Yes, yeah, uh, did the fair. Eagles, um, and then Dallas. We saw it last week. Dallas just got out to a twenty four to six lead at the half, and at that point in the second half, you know, you, they weren't really going to run the football, but 
Um, I think that you're 100% correct that we'll probably see a more of a heavy run approach from the Eagles in this game against the Seahawks and, you know, just have those long sustained drafts where they go for six, seven, eight minutes and they punch it in, you know, with the yeah. tush push or the Jalen Hurts, you know, touchdown. So, yeah, um, yeah I do love DeAndre uh, in this game. And again, DK Metcalf, longest reception over 24 and a half yards. Yeah. Um, all right, Lante, before we do get into our um, touchdown scores uh, in this game, let me tell everyone about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL and NBA season with Hall of Fame Bets, a sports betting analytics platform from parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, let's get into our touchdown scores uh, for this contest. Who are you looking at to find the end zone? Let me ask you, you think any shot that they give Rashad Penny like a carry on the goal line against his former team? I mean, he hasn't played um, no. since November 5th. You don't think he gets a carry? No. Yeah, all right. Well, I'll, I'll say <laughs> I mean, I'll say I, I know I um, at the beginning of the season, I took the under on his uh, rushing yards mm-hmm. for the season, and he's at five carries and 17 yeah, yards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so. Uh, uh, I mean, oh. it's a possibility. I mean, I. If you want to like put some pizza money on it, I'm not gonna. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, he he was inactive for like for the past few games, but I thought, you know, just just a little narrative uh, to to get him in the end zone. But um, I'm gonna go with one on each side. Well, actually, I think I got two. I'm gonna go with Goddard. Um, we mentioned the linebackers being banged up or maybe possibly even being out. Then Goddard got his feet wet last week. Uh, you're going against a lesser version of a pass defense in Seattle, so I think he can find the end zone. I see him at around uh. Plus two fifty, plus two fifty five. Yeah, uh, I think that's pretty. I think that's pretty good. Um, and I'll go with uh, who else we're gonna go with. I'm gonna go with uh, Jackson Smith and the Jigba. He's at the. He's probably around like uh, plus two sixty. I think in the slot is is where the Eagles will have some issues. Uh, whether that's Lockett on one side or um, JSN on the other, we've seen JSN getting a lot of those bubble screens and even taking a, trying to take the top off of the defense on the other side of DK. So uh, I'm going to go with two somewhat in the same range: JSN plus two sixty and Goddard plus two fifty. Yeah, I like it. Um, Swift is around plus one forty, plus one fifty yeah, like in that. that neighborhood. I do like that. First town, or sorry, first, first touchdown scores at plus eight fifty. I uh, don't hate that. Uh, DK Metcalf plus one thirty as well. Um, yeah, you already mentioned Goddard. Uh, I do like that as well. Um, it's it's really that for the Eagles, it's always the chalky guys that are finding the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there's not a lot of value there. Um, AJ Brown's even at plus one Oh five. Um, yeah, I think that you, I would probably go the most with like Kenneth Gainwell plus three seventy if they want to give him a carry in the red zone there. Even Boston um, Scott. Like yeah. Boston points. Scott's at, uh, let's see around 10 to plus, one. Yeah. Yeah. 
um, for him to find the end zone. So, yeah, a lot of the it's always usually the chalky guys for the Eagles. I mean, Jalen Hurts at minus 170 anytime touchdown. That, that kind of tells you. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's Christian McCaffrey territory. Yeah. I mean, I saw McCaffrey last week or the prior week uh, when we did the pregame show. It was like about minus 400 for anytime I, touchdown. I wouldn't doubt it, man. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. So, uh, all right. There you go. Um, Let's uh, do our lock and dog here, Lante, and then we'll put together our prize picks entry for the Monday night football game. Uh, you want to lead us off? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go with my lock. It's going to be something that we talked about. I'm going to actually go the same player for lock and dog. I'm going to go with DeAndre Swift um, over 58 and a half as the lock. And for the dog, I'm going with him to have 100 plus rushing yards. Um, I'm trying to find the number on that. Um, I'm not sure if it's listed anywhere, but I know obviously it'll be a um a significant underdog um let me try to find it real quick Uh, 100 plus for deandre swift is at plus 475 on draft Uh, yep i like that so uh yeah i mean i think it's gonna be a heavy deandre swift game like we mentioned um all throughout the podcast so if you can find him you know ladder him up i would you know quarter like like i always say you know quarter of a unit from uh he's at 58 so i would just go 60 60, 70, 80, 90, 100, just trying to spread it out. Uh, yeah. I think he gets uh, probably closer to 20 carries this game. Um, and, I mean, 100 yards, he, he should be able to uh, surpass that against this Seattle defense. So, yeah, I'm going with double lock on, on DeAndre Swift. Uh, if you want a bonus one, I would go with Dallas Goddard uh, over his uh, receiving yards. 43 and a half, he said it was? 43 and a half, yes, sir. Yeah, so if you want another one, I, I'll just – if you don't want to play Swift for both, if you want another one, i go with Dallas Goddard over 43 and a half with the – um, questions at linebacker and him getting his feet wet. He's going to be a target over the middle. I think he'll be able to to have some success as well. Love it, man. All right. For my lock, uh, I am going to go with the Eagles team total over. Uh, that number is currently at 20. Let's go 25 and a half as at minus 118. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think, they, they do get four touchdowns in this game at minimum. Um, and again, they probably want to flex their muscle a little bit, just kind of get some frustrations out of what's kind of transpired over the last two weeks. Because this offense last two weeks uh, has put up, what does that say, 19 against the um, San Francisco 49ers. And then they only had 13 points last week. So last two weeks combined, they've only put up 32 points. And that's not... You know, very Philadelphia Eagles like on the season they're averaging twenty six three uh, twenty six point three points per game, and obviously that average really came down yeah. um, after the tr- uh, after the offensive performance uh, over the last two weeks here. So, and again, the Seahawks uh, defense has been struggling. We mentioned the injuries that not only the Eagles have in the in the on the defensive side of the football, but also for the Seahawks as well. So, I think that this is an opportunity for the Eagles uh, to put up points in this game. So, I do like the. Uh, team total over for the Eagles. We'll put that at 25 and a half at minus 118. For my dog, uh, Lante, uh, I'm going to put together a little, uh, a simple um, same game parlay here. So we'll go Eagles money line. And then since we both you and I love uh, Swift this week, I'll take over 50 and a half uh, rushing yards for him. That'll get you a nice plus 150 price. So we'll sure. keep it simple there. Love it. All right. Uh, what else we got here? Prize picks entry here for. Uh, the game between the Eagles and the uh, Seahawks. Let me get over to prizepicks.com. Again, make sure you get over to prizepicks.com slash SGPN and make sure you use that promo code SGPN. You'll get a uh, 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. 
Again, pricepicks.com, but make sure you use that promo code SGPN. All right, Lante, so let's kick it off with DeAndre Swift in this yes, game. Got, got to. Um, I think he should be the workhorse in this game. So he's at 57 and a half over yeah, on perfect. prize picks. We'll go higher. Sorry, yeah, we'll go more on that. Yep. Uh, where else do you want to go? Um, I'm trying to figure out the other one that we like. Is Goddard's receptions, is it three and a half or is it four uh, on prize picks? It'll probably be four. Let me see. Goddard. Uh, Dallas Goddard. No, he's not listed yet. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, wait, is, is, he's not listed for yardage either? Um, Let me see. Because they only had um, A.J. Brown and okay. Devontae Smith for receptions. But let me see if they put it one up for. Oh, well, yeah, they got 49. Ooh, 49 and a half. Oh, yeah, that's kind of high. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll stay away from that. Um, let's see. What do we got? Oh, they have for... 41 and a half. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Love that. All right. What do we got for Kenneth that. Walker receiving yards? Kenneth Walker receiving yards. Kind of like that. I think you. I think you. Eleven be, and a half. Oh man, I think that's kind of short. Let me let me see what he's done. But that, that seems short. Uh, he could catch a screen pass and take that. Fifteen twenty yards. Uh, let me see. So thirty three last week against the Niners, minus two against the Rams, sixty four mm-hmm. against the yeah, okay. Commanders. Yeah. One four six against the Ravens, Browns, Cardinals, twenty seven fifty nine. Yeah. I mean, it's there. Let me see what we uh, what the Eagles have given up to the. Uh, just off the top of my head, I think that um, I don't think Christian McCaffrey had a good day um, receiving the ball uh, against him. Pollard, I think, maybe had a decent day. Um, Let me see, doesn't Price Picks do longest reception? Let me see. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. DK for the longest um, that longest reception. No, I don't. Well, receptions, pass sacks, pass completions. Oh no. uh, yeah, they probably don't. I thought they did. What about? No, he's not listed. I was gonna say Gino Int. Um, let's. Yeah, it probably won't. Oh, hold on. Let me see. Uh, rushing and receiving touchdown. Let's see if they let us do two players for Swift. Yeah, I don't know if they let us do both. I think it's like yeah, one of the other. Yeah, they won't let us. Yeah, they won't let us. Um, what about Hurts under passing yards? You said, right? Yeah, or yeah, what about yeah, attempts like, to go under? Yeah, that's fine. Either, either word. I don't think. He, what, what is it listed at? So pass yards is at. Oh no! Okay, uh, two fifty and a half. Yeah, that's. And what is the attempts at? Attempts is let's go to attempts. Pass attempts hurts. Thirty-two and a half. That feels a little low though. Yeah, it does. I, I would go under the yardage. I mean, he can dink and dunk. You know. All right. So, oh, let's go passing yards hurts. I don't think we have a Seattle player. Yeah. Oh yeah. We we're gonna have to put a Seattle because I don't think it'll let you do. The yeah, same it won't let you go strictly. Teams. Um. I think DK will be involved, obviously. I want to see what his receptions are at. Uh, DK Metcalf. No, nothing yet for DK. What is J, uh, JSN? Is he, is he on there? Jackson Smith and Jigba. Why do they not have Seahawks listed yet? I think because they may be waiting to see if it's going to be Drew Locke or Geno Smith, maybe. 
Yeah, that's true. So they only have AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, and there's no Seahawks players. Um, let's see. Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker rushing yards at 47 and a half. I don't, I don't know if he I, I don't know if he can get it going against that that rush defense of um of Philadelphia. Maybe his rush receiving over just got a little bit more exposure him catching a screen pass, you know, if they get down uh dump offs or whatever the case may be. I just don't know if he could be able to Now he he can explode and you know get he can get that with one run. Mm-hmm. Um you know a, a breakdown in the defense, but I, I don't know. I think I think the Eagles defense is going to come in. They've been hearing about it all week for the past like, you know, four or five weeks. So I think they'll be fired up to try to to try to make a statement. Um, I don't know. That's that's tough. Uh, I would love JSN though because he's been pretty much consistently going. You know, he's been getting targeted going uh, his last few games. Um, 63, 53, 40, 41, 62, and twenty five. And I mean, I think that's yeah. He's got it going, but I wish they would have put this in. So you know what we'll do? We'll just we'll. We'll leave it to the listeners here because we like JSN, but it's just not listed yet. Um, so right now in our entry, we have um, Dallas Goddard more than 41 and a half receiving yards. And then um, Swift more than 58 and a half rushing yards. And for that... Um, We'll leave it at you could do two, but then we're we're waiting for JSN's uh, receiving yards to drop. So um we'll leave it at that because you need yeah. at least two for these for these um for these uh entries on price pick. So we'll do a power play right now, a, a two for two on those for um DeAndre Swift and Dallas Goddard will be at a hundred dollar entry with three hundred dollars, and mm-hmm. then if you add in the JSN one, um, that should He'll probably get be at forty one and a half. I see him forty one and a half on uh, on DK. Um, okay, so I'm guessing forty one and a half, forty two and a half. Um, if it comes there, definitely go. Anything under forty five, I'm, I'm going over that number. All right, so yeah, we'll leave it at that then. If we'll, we'll, you fill in, you guys fill in JSN as our third entry once that does drop uh, on. Price picks. So again, make sure to go to pricepicks.com. Use that promo code SGPN. You'll get a first deposit bonus of up to $100. Again, pricepicks.com, um, promo code SGPN. All right, Lonte, anything else you want to mention, my man, before we get out of here? No, nah, that's it, man. Um, wish we had a little bit more, you know, the Seattle props would be uh, a lot better, but, you know, make it do what it do. Yeah, 100%. Um, should be another good one here between these two squads. Uh, again, uh, both teams, or not, I guess we could say both teams are, are desperate for a win here, especially yeah, definitely. for the Eagles. Um, they are in control of that NFC East division. And then the uh, Seattle Seahawks pretty much have to win out for them to win, um, or sorry, to get into the playoffs um, You know, this season. Hopefully, Geno's able to go if you are a Seahawks fan. Uh, Before we get out of here, we'll take a look at uh, our look ahead for next week for the Monday Night Football game, which will be on uh, Christmas. Oh, Lonte, we got a triple header, my man, next week. Oh, man. Oh, uh, we've got the Raiders visiting um, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. That's going to be an early start at um, 1 p.m. Eastern. We've got your Giants. They are going to be in Philadelphia, 4.30 Eastern start. 
and then the Baltimore Ravens and the San Francisco 49ers oh, Super Bowl preview. Yeah, definitely. That's a that's a great that's a great slate of game. Well, I mean, you know, j- depends on what the Giants do, but uh, yeah, the Raiders still fighting for playoff, fighting for the playoff love. So they still right there. Yeah. Kansas City struggling. So they always play um, Kansas City well, um, no matter what, no matter who's on the field. So yeah, man, that's that's a good slate of games right there. Yeah, so we'll try to get that pot out earlier than we usually do here on these Saturdays. I know we'll we'll have uh, Christmas stuff and holidays parties and stuff to get to. So. Uh, we'll try to get that pot out er- as early as we can uh, for the Monday games. Uh, triple header next week. Uh, so uh, definitely looking forward to that with my guy, Lante, here. Uh, make sure you guys follow Lante over on X. That's at XXLanteXX. If you follow me on Twitter or X, you can do that over at SportsNerd824. Uh, if you haven't already just joined the SGPN Discord, go ahead and do so. Just go to uh, SGPN slash Discord. And if you haven't already subscribed to the NFL Gambling Podcast, uh, please go ahead and do that as well. Uh, a lot of action this weekend between the NFL, the NBA, um, college uh, bowl games are going on, college basketball is going on, UFC pay-per-view event as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun this weekend. Bet responsibly, and hopefully you put some more money in your pockets. All right, we'll talk to you guys next week. Till then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride. 